Hello, and welcome to Just One Thing. I'm Brad Stearns, here with Lisa Stearns, and we're your hosts on this weekly exploration of simple ways to enhance your relationships, improve your health, manage your stress, and just be happier. Now settle in while we discuss Just One Thing. day and welcome to the next episode of Just, Just One, One thing. thing. Just One Thing is the podcast of MindfulLiving.today and you can also join us on Facebook groups at Mindful Living Today with yep. Lisa and Brad and on Facebook at Mindful Couple. Uh, with that we're going to talk a little bit more about immediate anxiety relief because we didn't get through the full subject. Yeah, we had so much more to talk about. <laughs> You know, I think we even went over our normal 15 minutes anyhow. So I don't know if we have 15 more minutes worth to talk about. We're going to talk about it a little more. Um, I know, and you just mentioned uh, when we sat down, you wanted to talk a little bit about sort of the actual feelings uh, that are associated with anxiety and talk a little bit about how you can, I guess, analyze those, pull them apart. Without judgment. Um, categorize them, whatever. Right. So why don't you jump in. Again, we're talking about anxiety, things you can do to provide immediate relief. Right. And sort of, why don't you riff on that a little bit? So what I what I wanted to bring up was um, that we had talked about all right. Once you once you recognize that you are worrying that you're in a, some kind of a anxiety cycle, if right. you're feeling mm-hmm. fear, whatever it is, and I think there's so much of that right now. Yes. I just think yes. the world feels so well, and unstable. It, and it gets and kicked and off by virtually anything, anything because you're on edge. Right, yeah. we are so on edge. Um, and so. Something you can start to do mm-hmm. is when you notice this anxiety pattern, this okay. fear pattern, to sit down. It has to be a quiet place where mm-hmm. no one's going to interrupt you. It can be for two minutes, ten minutes, whatever, right. however long. And just sit with the feeling, whatever mm-hmm. right, it is. Right. And first, as we talked about in the previous episode, where am I feeling this yeah, feeling? For me, I feel it my chest, my right. throat primarily. Right. Yeah. Mine is low belly mm-hmm. frequently. Um, so where am I feeling it? And then the next thing is, is it comfortable, uncomfortable, or, or they can say pleasant, unpleasant, mm-hmm. or neutral. Okay. So instead of saying, oh, this feels terrible, or right. oh my gosh, I'm so afraid, use words that are non-judgmental. And the non-judgmental words are pleasant, unpleasant, mm-hmm. neutral. And, and as you said in the previous episode, we associate those feelings of anxiety with Oh my gosh, this is going to be terrible. Right. But when you're actually sitting with it, it's just like almost like a nervous tick or something. You know, like, oh, yeah. like a like for you me know, it's like a chest, muscle. It's just it's, tight. For me and my chest, it's just like it's just it's a feeling. Right. It, it does. It's not like I said getting punched in the chest or somebody smashing my toe with a hammer. Right. It's not like those I are can't those breathe. are unpleasant feelings. Right. This is right. just it is a feeling that is tends to be associated with stories that I that's why I label it as unpleasant. Right. But when I really think about it, it's kind of it's really kind of neutral. It's just right. You know, right. It's there, and I notice it, but it's neutral. It's not horrible. Right. And so. Um, I, Again, I'd like to just reiterate, mm-hmm. when you're identifying these feelings, one of the things that's that's excellent to do, right. once you say, okay, I feel this feeling, it's a tension, uh-huh. it's a whatever, um, in my belly, let's say, if you can imagine your breath going to wherever oh, you are that experiencing spot. that spot, just imagine your breath going right to that spot mm-hmm. and expanding almost like a balloon mm-hmm. into that spot. As you exhale, it's softening okay. that that Interesting. point yes. of tension. 
All right. And so with each breath, it goes right to that oh. point of tension. With each exhale, it softens. And you can even say to yourself, I'm softening that spot of tension. I'm softening that place where I feel tightness mm -hmm. as you exhale. And so all of those non-judgmental cues sure, sure. will change the experience that you are having. Well, it's interesting you, you bring that up in terms of the softening. One of the, uh, the similar things, and you just mentioned to me this last week, and I just tried it. And the, somebody that you were listening to or reading about said that most emotions and, and the physical sensations have a feeling of a spin or a rotation to yes. them. If you really pay attention and you can see, well, is this, is this rotation clockwise or counterclockwise? And if you feel it now in mentally, can I reverse that spin? Exactly. And if you start to reverse the spin, all of a sudden that feeling like it just, it goes away. It, it disappears. It disappears, yes. which is yes. really, really weird. Now you have to have some, I guess, insight and some experience Mindfulness really, practice. really right. identifying and feeling those sensations in your body. And you say, well, yeah, I guess that is rotating slightly. Now, can I think about it rotating back the other way? And if you can do that, right. which does take some practice, right? but all of a sudden it's just like, wow, that just, you know, basically it crossed it out. It, it went away. Yes. And it is a leap of faith. Yeah. You know, I think, I think a lot of these practices well, sound. It sounds like witch doctor. It, 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 sounds it does. Like it sounds very out there. It sounds like, how could that possibly work? Well, it's also based on some biofeedback well, where you can absolutely. control a lot of the things that you are feeling, particularly you know, muscles, respiration, those kinds of things, you have more control over that than you think you might. And you have more control over your thought yes, than you absolutely. would think. And that is the whole point of mindfulness. The whole point of mindfulness and meditation is not to sit in weird pants in a weird position right. for hours on end. The point of mindfulness and meditation is to be able to decide how am I going to let my brain play? Right. Am, am I going to let it run free? Okay, fine. It's running free and it can do whatever it wants. Or... Right now, do I want to have some decision over what my thinking is right, going to right. produce in my body or in my, you know, mind and my response? Well, and, and to think how scientific that is, you know, there's a process that Navy SEALs go through called drown proofing. Right. Where they put them in panic-filled situations right. where they, they rip the, you know, the respirator right. out of their mouth and the underwater, they, you know, put a live hand grenade in their hand and they teach them techniques where they can control their thinking, they can control the feelings of panic, right. and they can do the things that are required to get out of situations that would make any of us panic and right. just lose right. it, and just and, right. and we would drown, right. or we would be right. hurt. Right. But, but by being able to control the thoughts, control the emotion, deal with it in a rational way, right. they basically drown-proof themselves. Right. And well, those are, those and are techniques that the military uses use. that you can and use, they're very effective. and you can adapt those to your own life. Right, and the whole point is... Convincing your mind that you are not in peril in this moment. Right. That really is the whole the whole exactly. point. And mindfulness teaches you to get that pause to say, wait a second, I can deal with this. Right. Are there tigers here? You know, is is my boss right here ready to fire right. me? Right. I mean, whatever it is that you feel like is bringing the anxiety or the fear up, is it happening right now in this moment? Um, and, and that gives you that moment to say, oh, wait a minute, I'm sitting in my living room. Mm -hmm. You know, there, there's there's... Right, right in this moment, and, I'm safe. And so, you know, we always put a plug in for meditation because yes. it is one of the key tools to help you live a mindful life. But there are other things that you can do to provide more immediate relief to anxiety, other powerful emotions. Most of the things we talked about brings you into the present. Right. Because when you're really focused on the present, the things that might make you depressed in the past or the things that might make you anxious, anxious. in the future, right. they kind of disappear. Right. Uh, and one of the things that, uh, you know, I talked last time about 
you know, the smelling right, and the hearing right. and the seeing. But another thing that you can do that's very similar to your rubbing the Velcro right. is, again, it's tactile, it's fingers, yes. is you take left or right, it yes. doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, the finger but, trace. But you, you take your right index finger yep. and you trace it along the outside of your left thumb, inside of your left thumb, and up around each of the fingers, down into the crook of the fingers, middle finger, down into the crook, ring finger, and you're just tracing the outline of your left hand right. with your right index finger, really focusing on the sensation it, of the, the index cons, finger yes. and the sensation on the left hand as right. you're tracing it. Right. And if you're really focused on that tactile sensation, you're out of the future. Right. You're out of the past. You can't, you can't you're be in, in the that present. Right. You can't be fearful. You can't be anxious because you're focused on the here, the now, that tactile yes. sensation. And and as soon as you, if you are doing any of these practices mm -hmm. and you find your mind suddenly goes to that fearful right. place again, then it's your job to say, thank you for that reminder. Right. But right now I'm tracing my finger. Sure. Right now I'm feeling Velcro. Right now I'm paying attention to my breath. Mm -hmm. Whatever that is that you're doing, you just gently bring your mind back without judgment mm -hmm. or criticism. Right. You bring your mind back to, wait a minute, what am I doing right now? Right now I'm sitting and breathing. Right mm -hmm. now I'm sitting tracing my finger. And so when you continue to bring your mind back to whatever the activity is, that will again you'll notice a receding of so that anxiety. So are there any times of day where you notice that you are particularly prone to being anxious? And if so, have you found anything that really helps during that time that can provide that immediate relief? I don't know that I have a particular time of day. I do, I, so that's why I asked. Okay, I was going to say I have episodal <laughs> things, and I can talk about that, but go ahead. So, Did you have a particular time? So to time? me, I call it, it's basically 3 a.m. Okay. 3 or 4 a.m. If I wake up in the middle of the night, I am like out of my mind anxious okay. and silly things. Right. I'll like, label well, them I don't silly. I what socks I'm wearing like, tomorrow. Like, like, yeah. Is, oh, did I remember to close the refrigerator? <laughs> Will I drink the milk before it goes sour? <laughs> right. Like it makes me anxious, like fearful, right. and I cannot make my brain stop. I actually right. start hyperventilating. My right. heart rate speeds up over like these really mundane things. Right. And I find if I stay laying in bed, horizontal, right. I cannot make my brain stop doing that. And some of these techniques that we've talked about, right. it's very difficult for me to make them work because my right. brain will not stop. But I find if, 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 I, if I get up, if I make myself vertical, somehow right. my body interprets that as, oh, you're up, you're awake, you're right. capable. Right. Now if I sit up, if I walk around, now these techniques become useful and right. they work. Well, and you actually have them at your... At your, at your fingertips. You actually yeah. can do it literally yes. at your fingertips. Yes. Where so. before it's just not accessible mm -hmm. because you're in such a state of panic. And so I, I, I just have found that I, I, I have to do something a little bit different at that time of night where I'm just most prone to being, I'll call it irrationally anxious that I just can't. And, I, and all the techniques that I use just don't seem to work right. the same way. Right. Somehow my brain is in a different mode. Yeah. It's, it's the fear time of mode, fear time of night. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I think it's really, I want to reiterate as I just did before, but also when you were talking about that, you happened to mention, well, it's just so silly. It's so silly that I'm worried about milk the milk going sour. <laughs> um, and people think that if they say, well, that's silly or that's stupid, I won't think about it. That actually does, does not, not relieve no. stress. It does not relieve anxiety. And it also does not stop the thinking. No. It's like saying, don't think about, you know, the, the, the gum on your nose or whatever, pink elephant, whatever <laughs> it is. You know, don't think about the thorn in your sock. And so how I describe that to people is when you say don't do something, you're creating basically this black hole 
you scoop something out that your brain can't wait to fill up with more garbage. Right. Um, so it's important, as tempting as it is, to say, I'm not going to think about that, or, oh, that's silly, or I don't need to do that now. I'll, I'll just allow that to be and replace it with right. something positive. And I am going to think about my fingers now and how they feel. Right, right. Instead of thinking that's stupid or I won't think about it, instead replace it with, I am going to think about right. what it feels like to taste this coffee or what it right. feels like to rub this Velcro. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you replace it with something positive, now your brain can't go into right. that cycle of more bad things yep, to think exactly. about. Um, so th I think that's really important mm -hmm. the, to me. Absolutely. Stopping that cycle thing is very important to remove the judgment and the criticism mm -hmm. out of it. Um, so did you get to cover the extra things that you wanted to well, yeah, share? Yeah, it, it, it was the tracing the, of the fingers. The which tracing I found, of the fingers I, and the, the other one. It's one of the easiest ones that I the yeah, Imagining the spin. The spin, yeah. The spin's a little more difficult. It's a little more subtle. You have it to takes have, a little more practice. You have to have sort of a... a, a, a the ability to internalize and, and get your brain down into those parts of your body that are experiencing anxiety and really feel what's going on, which right. takes a little more practice. But immediately going to like tracing your finger or what do I hear, anything that's tactile or sensory focused is, yes. is pretty easy and pretty immediate. Yes. Yeah. Um, and go going back to the tactile, if you are like nobody's carrying around Velcro with them, so mm -hmm. I understand that. Um what, when I was talking about being in the car and it made me nervous in the car or agitated, mm -hmm. when, you know, if traffic was bad and I had to get somewhere, was agitating. We have these uh, mats on, yes. our, on our seat in the car. And so I just would rub the mat right. and I could yes. feel the mat on my fingers. And as long as I kept my thoughts on my fingers and rubbing the mat, mm -hmm. then my head couldn't go to that sure, place sure. of, oh, I'm going to be late and people are going to be upset or whatever it was. I'm just keeping my fingers. So it doesn't have to be. You don't have to have some right. special talisman that you bring with you. Mm -hmm. Just look for anything, yes. you know, any texture. It can be textured clothing that you're wearing. Mm -hmm. It can be um, something else that's great to use is, and I teach meditative drawing. So this is, you can even use a pencil and paper. Oh, sure. Um, and just, it's it's best to me if it's a writing instrument that you're not used to the size and okay. shape. So you have to think about the holding of it. First of all, it feels different. Mm -hmm. Yes, it could be a short pencil even, because that feels right, different. Right. Um, but fatter, stickier, um, you know, it's got one of those kid grips on yes, it so they can yes. hold on to it. And just drawing, just writing on the paper, but keeping your focus on what the pen feels like. What does it feel like where you're holding it? What mm -hmm. does it feel like right. as it, a marker is good yes. because it has kind of a drag right. on yes. the paper. Um, so something that has a tactile feel to it, any tactile feel is mm -hmm. something that you can use to do this transitional thought Absolutely. process. Sounds good. Good stuff. Well, we talked for 15 Another, minutes. Uh, we, Again, had, we had a whole bunch of Are we going to have a part three? <laughs> Not right away, but we'll come back to this because... You know, it's just so valuable. Anxiety is something that everybody feels, and most of us are feeling a lot, a lot of, of it, it right, right now. now. So I just wanted to throw a few things out there, you know, that you could use to get some immediate relief for this. Yes. And, and continue to work on so you could have long-term relief. Yes, so. and the point is we offered lots of options. Mm. Just pick one. Pick one and work at it. Just It'll, pick one, yeah. try it a couple of times. If it doesn't work for you, fine. Fine, then, then trick, pick yeah. another one. Yeah. Exactly, because yeah. uh, all of these are not going to work for everybody. Find the one that works for you. Absolutely. So until next time, this has been Just, Just One, one thing. thing.